Okay, so uh, first thing on the agenda is just uh, we like to give you guys the pastoral element update uh, that uh, as far as the three of us go, uh, we still really like each other and still really enjoy doing this together, which is a good thing. Um, you know, it when you have kind of weird seasons of, you know, just strange things going on in the country and in the church and in all that, it, it can be challenging. And, and sometimes, you know, we get discouraged and stuff like that. But I think all in all, um, you know, we're all doing well. We're all encouraged by what's going on, even though there's definitely some challenges happening, but uh, we're doing well. You guys want to add to that? No. All right. Do you guys have any questions about how we're doing? Yeah. If you do, just throw up your hand at any time. We'll stop what's going on. Um, we did, uh, we mentioned this earlier, but just in case somebody wasn't there, was wanting to know what was going on. Um, Jordan, at one point, we were kind of grooming towards becoming a pastor. We were working towards that. Uh, we definitely recognized that calling on his life and, um, and the gifting there. But when, when we, the further we got, you know, down the road, we started to realize there were some things that, um, you know, based on need, based on finances, based on just some, some areas of fit that the timing wasn't right. And so we kind of pulled the brakes on that and it was a mutual thing. He agreed with us, you know, in the decision we made, um, the plan is for him to still be around, but there are no plans at this point to, to make a change in that regard. We're just going to kind of keep going the way we've been going. And if the Lord directs us otherwise, you know, we'll make that decision. But um, for now, they're in Mexico. Uh, when they come back, their plan is to get, you know, jump back into the young adult group and continue on with that. Um, but that's kind of what's going on in that regard. So there's still three of us that make one decent pastor, which brings me to the next thing is the, in case you hadn't heard, we, we do. Isn't that good? Uh, we do a podcast. Uh, well, we've do, been doing the table talk thing on it, it comes across on YouTube. But we realized a lot of people said that's something you can't listen to in your car when you're driving around, and uh, it's a podcast. It makes it a lot easier for people. So we went ahead and did that. We changed the name because table talk has been used by far too many people, and it's kind of hard to locate and find. And and nobody's using one decent pastor, especially not three three pastors that are doing a podcast together. So that's. That's uh, one you can find pretty easily. So if you search for it right now, you should be able to find it on everything. If you're having a hard time finding it and want to, we can send you a link to that. But um, if you haven't taken advantage of that, we would encourage you to because it's a way for you to see kind of the three of us, the way we interact with each other, the dynamic that kind of exists, um, understanding that we are very different. And and uh, I just, you know, we enjoy doing it, and it seems like it blesses a lot of people. So, um, sorry, We do have conversations, too, on there. Some of you have noticed that we don't like that you won't necessarily hear things that we won't necessarily talk about from the pulpit. Um, so it's, it's good for that too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, for a while with the Lapine location and this location, uh, we were kind of trying to go under the, the heading or the idea of one church with two locations. The, the, the longer, you know, we've, we've been trying to do this and, and the further down the road we've gotten, we've realized it sounds great, um, but it doesn't really work out practically. It, it ends up being two different churches with two different dynamics. Um, you know, the people that are there, the people that are here, it, it's just very different. You know, if you were to go visit there, you know, you know what we're saying. And it's not a bad thing. It's just a very different demographic and a different group of people. And so to try to treat both locations like they're the same thing hasn't really been working. And so, we, you know, we're... We're still going to um, share things that we have in common. So there's certain, well, obviously the leadership is still, they have that in common. And so the, the way it's been working is we've been rotating. You guys have seen that. These guys are here um, every third week. They come to preach. Um, but, but beyond that, they're mostly down there. And then I'm mostly here. I only go down there every third week to preach the rest of the time I'm here. And we've been working on that model so that you're at least still seeing everybody. Uh, we also share certain resources 
with each other. Um, sometimes it's, you know, whether it's somebody needs a worship person or some financial thing that's going on. Right now, we're kind of the, the hub, so to speak. I mean, if you were to, you know, compare it to something in the New Testament, it would be like the Antioch that, that has the ability to send out help and send out reinforcements and things. That could shift at some point, and they could become the Antioch, and we could need help, or, you know, we're willing to do that no matter what happens. They could grow bigger, and we could, you know, stay the same size, or who knows what's going to happen. I'm not predicting the future. I'm just saying whatever we need to do, we'll do. Um, but that's kind of the way it's been working out. So um, it's really two churches with shared leadership and some shared resources at this point. And we're just saying that because I think we, we've kind of abandoned that, that thought process at this point. So that's what's going on. They're doing well. We're doing well. Um, and we'll still do things together when it makes sense. Um, you know, if we have a big get-together or a baptism or something like that, and we can pull together, we will. But but for the most part, it's time to just kind of call it what it is, and that's it. So. So the, um, when they were Calvary Chapel, they, they did support a couple of missionaries. When we when we kind of merged together, we realized that there wasn't a close contact with some of those groups any longer. And so when we took uh, Glenn Miller on as a church at, at this location, we did the same at that location. So we both split part of the um, the financial um, cost, and so we both support um, him. We have that in common. The other missionaries that we support are just from here, but we'd like to see that grow in, in Lapine as well. And of course, the local mission, the local missions there is big with the warming shelter, right? So the warming shelter is like the immediate, um, like, yeah, cool, thank you. Give me that. The warming shelter is like immediately, um, you know, on the lap of the Lapine congregation, and so um, obviously there's maybe um, more of those missions funds are, are are just going to a local place rather than a foreign place right now. But yeah, we're always looking to get more people in there. So yeah. Okay, as far as uh, more leadership stuff, um, pastoral care is something we like to talk about uh, every chance we get. Um, most churches think of pastoral care as being something that just the three of us do. And at the door, we've always tried to make sure that you guys know that you're a part of um, what it means to, to, to care for one another and to bear each other's burdens and to shepherd. Um, some of you guys have a small group that you're involved in. It's actually all here tonight. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and that goes on naturally, organically in that kind of setting. Um, when there's somebody who's sick in the church or there's somebody that needs something, the more we can band together and do that as opposed to kind of expecting you know, just, just us to do it, it works a whole lot better. This church has always done that well, and we just want to continue to ingrain that. You guys have permission and, and the privilege to, to be able to do that for each other and to care for each other. Sometimes you guys have met the needs, heard about the needs, met the needs before we've even gotten a chance to hear anything about it, and that's the mark of a really healthy church. And so it's cool to watch kind of what goes on there, but, uh, but in, in regards to the way we care for each other as a church, it's a team effort. It's something we all do together. So we're grateful for that. We can't do it alone. Uh, it, too many things would fall through the cracks. So when you guys you know, come in and take that on, it just works much, much better. So mostly that's just a thank you for, for doing, you know, keep up the good work, keep out doing one another in those things. We also have a group of deacons in the church um, that help us to, to basically be able to focus on the things that we need to focus on so that they can be proactive to kind of look for the stuff that needs to be taken care of that, that maybe we won't have to focus on. And so we're grateful for uh, the time that they put in. There's, there's four right now. There's only one to introduce tonight, and he's up in the cage doing sound. But uh, Andrew, yeah. Andrew uh, takes on basically the role of, um, you know, um, overseeing the finances. He's a guy that um, is, uh, we love that he's one of those no-nonsense guys. If he sees something that looks fishy or he doesn't, he has a question about, he asks. And 
and that's a good thing. So he kind of has eyes on a lot of the, you know, the oversight of it when it comes to the everyday stuff. Um, the, Tammy does the treasurer kind of stuff where she keeps track of the donations, makes sure the deposits go in. So she's really kind of one of the only ones that sees, you know, what comes in as far as individuals go. We don't see any of that. We see the totals, but she takes that on. And, and she also helps with the, to make sure the kitchen stuff works on Sunday mornings, make sure that people are scheduled. I don't know if she knows that, but we've kind of tasked her with that. So she might just be finding out now, but she's not here to, to, to argue. So... Um, yeah, and then we've got uh, Rich, who, who oversees the audio stuff and the video stuff, and he kind of is the deacon that takes on that. And these guys all do a lot of other things as well um, that, that need to be done, but those are kind of the primary responsibilities. And then there's uh, Gary Hardenberg, who um, you know, he's, he's helped in a lot of different ways. The thing he's really been tackling lately has been this, this mess with the county that we've been trying to go through, and I'll explain that later, but he's been just putting a lot of hours in in that regard. And we just want to say thank you. Um, they make it possible for us to do pastoral work and we're grateful for it. We also want to acknowledge Cy and Diane who were deacons at the, at the door for a long time and they're still serving, but um, they served as well for uh, a very long time in that regard. And, and we're, we're, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, now I feel bad because I just said something, but we, we had just uh, like gift cards for our current deacons that we want to give to you guys as a way to say thank you. Um, a lot of times we don't do that and we should, so you guys should get one too because it's, it's overdue. It's like back pay, but we didn't get you one. So suck it up, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. I know you're fine. Uh, anyway, we'll get those to you guys. Or you could take all three of them and nobody would know. If, if they're not watching the live stream, Andrew, you could, you could have a really good dinner. I know now. Yeah. 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 We, went to, we went to Marcello's, so it's like you know, fine dining in Sun River. Yeah, not bad. Uh, and then the last thing in regards to leadership is just the reminder that um, we are available. Uh, we want to reinforce that as much as we can. I don't know what it is, but there's there's that hesitancy to to contact us, to uh, to bug us. I think is what people think. You're never bugging us. Um, you guys matter to us. You're the reason that we're you know we're, we're here and and we're here for you. So if there's ever anything on your mind, a concern, a question, whatever it might be. Um, you just want to get together and have coffee and talk and catch up. We are available and we want to do that. It's actually a real, it's a privilege for us to be able to do that. So please don't hesitate um, to ever contact us if you need us for anything. We're good. We're rolling. Okay. Uh, so we have a couple updates we're going to do just as far as various ministries. If you are here and oversee a ministry and want to give that update, great. If the person that's should, you know not here that would be given the update isn't here, but you could give the update, you know, if, if there's somebody that, I don't know, we'll, 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 maybe we'll figure it out when we get there. But like one of you guys might be in, in a part of a home group and the home group leader's not here, but you can give an update on the group. So just be prepared when we go through if you want to. Um, there's a mic we can hand to you or you can walk up. I'll just get them. Yeah, if you either one's fine. So the first one is going to be uh, Sunday school uh, nursery ministry update, and that would be Debbie. She's getting up, so. You can, if you want to be in the picture, you can. Oh, but otherwise, no, I'm just I'm, bringing you I'm a mic. I'm fine. All right, just as long as you talk into this. <laughs> right there is perfect. All right. Okay, so. Yes, please. Um, so uh, we are running two classes right now, the nursery class for the little kids under three, and then we're running the early learners, which is three to seven. What we're working on putting up um, soon is the eight to 10, um, and they'll be going upstairs. Um, it's our intent to get that done in the next five to six months. Um, right now, we don't really have a lot of people who've signed up with their kids, and we have two-ish teachers and some people maybe who will become teachers for upstairs, we'll see. Um, 
and then that's in general. We, in each class, we have a helper and we have a teacher or we have two helpers when it comes to the nursery. So we always could use a little more help. The recent flu bout has put me in there every weekend. So I just wanted to let you know that, you know, I'm the only backup, so two of you cannot get sick at once, okay? Now, when the teachers teach, one of the things that we provide is a curriculum for them, and they don't have to do a lot of, of creative lesson plans. Plus, we have tons and tons of craft materials and coloring things, and we have so much stuff that we can provide the teachers, okay? And I just wanted you to know that if, if the idea that you think you have to just sort of conjure up something for the, this week's lesson, you don't. We have the, the standard curriculum. So anyway, always could use more help. All right, and we want to say thank you to Debbie. She um, kind of stepped in when, when Diane and Paula uh, moved out of that spot, and she's, she's been doing a great job of making sure that everything gets, gets scheduled and taken care of, and we're, we're really grateful yeah, that she was willing to do that. Um, this is one of those ministries that, you know, if you want to see younger families come into the church and, and you want to see that kind of thing grow, this is one of the areas we've got to kind of be proactive in. Um, you know, if, if we don't have that going, you know, a couple of weeks back before, you know, the, there was an uptick in sickness, I think there were 12 kids um, back in the Sunday school room on a, on a Sunday morning during the Christmas Eve service. I think somebody counted 18 kids here. I had the possibility of, of families coming, and we were starting to see them coming, kind of, you know, starting to come back is there, but it would be really cool to see that ministry get built up again. But we need volunteers. We just need people who are willing to go and do it. So. Thank you for your, your service and for everybody else that's part of it right now. Thank you so much, and we'd love to see more people get involved, obviously. Youth group and young adult ministries. You want to say something about that? I have not been there. I know. Uh, handed it over to, to Jordan. Jordan kind of kicked me out at one point and said, I, I want to do this alone. So, And he does a great job. He does a really good job with the kids. So I haven't, I haven't been in there for, um, for months. Uh, they've definitely... Um, just kind of shrunk for different reasons. Um, so they're smaller, but um, apparently that's that's led to even better discussions. And um, uh, so it's been good. He's encouraged about it. The kids that, that go are enjoying it. Um, and right now they're kind of running themselves while Jordan's gone. So um, we, we got one kid that's supposed to be going in and leading Bible studies. So we'll see. Whose last name is? Thompson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ty, stepping up. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it there. Um, I don't know about John Brandon's. I can't help you with that. Uh, just because I've seen it on Facebook, I know that John and Darla could use some help with food. They posted just the other day about you know needing to help provide meals for hungry kids, and that's something that uh, allows kids to come uh, and participate. So if you are able to help with that, you can get a hold of them, and they can let you know what holes they need to fill. Yeah, I asked John last night at Third Thursday, and he said, you know, that the numbers have been going down still a bit, and they've been concerned, but but they're trusting the Lord with it. And so just, you know, continue to commit to pray for the, the youth ministries, the young adult ministry, uh, the Sunday school classes. The, you know, these are just important ministries, and we'd like to see, you know, us to have as much opportunity as we as we can have in, the, in those young lives. So keep praying for that. Um, but we're grateful for the people that are pouring their time and effort into that as well. Um, men's and women's ministry. So any kind of a, like a men's Bible study, for instance, update on that. Well, we're, we're still going. 
We're still running it. Year number eight. We're on Romans. We're in the Romans chapter 12. They've been in Romans for eight years. <laughs> Not in eight years, but uh, we've been quite a long time now. But uh, we're uh, starting chapter 12, and uh, we're, uh, we've got some just great men's fellowship and great guys that come, and we've been really having some really great discussions on, uh, on, uh, on Romans. So, And we'll just keep pressing on until the Lord comes. So, <laughs> and that's uh, every Thursday morning, eight o'clock. Thursday to morning, nine o'clock. eight o'clock. Yeah, they try to wrap up by nine. Sometimes depends on you know who's who's talking or who's teaching. I'm just kidding, but yeah, everybody's welcome to, to head over to the you know men show up eight o'clock. They'll be there. What's that? Well, all the men, it's a men's Bible study, so I, I, that's what I meant. Yeah, good, good, good call. You could you know I mean I guess yeah that's what I meant. Any other? Um, I know Carol is not here. Carol's been getting women's Bible studies going from time to time, heard good things about them. Um, I don't know of, uh, there's the third Thursday ministry that goes on. That's that's still going strong. Uh, we kind of changed the format a little bit. To, for a while, we were trying to make guys read books, and that was not probably the smartest idea. Uh, not that guys can't read books, but they're busy, and they'd show up and be like, who read the chapter? And it was like, we just quit asking that after a while. Or, or uh, they stopped coming. <laughs> That's it. So what we've we've really been focusing on, and it's kind of pr- gone. It's pretty cool. Is we're just uh, we're eating, having a lot of discussions around the table, and then towards the end, we just let one of the guys share a, a short ten minute testimony about how they came to know the Lord, something about their life. So you're getting to know. Last last night it was Pastor Chad, and it was a really great time. So um, yeah, that's still going every third Thursday, six o'clock here at the church. So. And we appreciate Gary pouring his time and effort into that. He was not here this week to do the meal like he usually does, so we we uh, <laughs> we improvised and went with Little Caesars. So that's how bad it got, you know. But that worked okay. <laughs> Any other men's or women's? Oh yes, Carrie, you have to talk in a mic. Okay. <laughs> I knew that. So um, I'm just speaking for uh, women's ministry. Uh, we did a ladies' craft day, uh, and that was good, and the ladies' Christmas party, and that had a good turnout this year. Um, Chris Brando is organizing a ladies' retreat. It's just a, she has relationship, recreation, and relaxation, um, and that's going to be uh, Friday, March 11th at 4 to Sunday, March 13th. Amanda Cook has donated her house um, and it's a $60 cost. It provides, um, I think she said six or 10 meals. I can't remember. It's out at, Prine, at Prineville. No, <laughs> out at Prineville Reservoir. So um, anyhow, you can contact Chris Brando. Um, you can also see Lori Rice, um, or you can see me to get, we have a ladies email list. Um, so whenever we do events or if any other ladies want to do like fun, just get togethers, we have an email list so we can kind of shoot that out. We're trying to kind of create a ladies community, um, hoping other ladies, you know, will participate in, you know, fellowship opportunities um, and things together. And we're also considering doing like a ladies uh, social tea or something this spring. So that's kind of just update on kind of fellowship ladies ministry. Uh, there's also going to be starting very soon a parenting class here at the church led by Lindy and Levi, which is kind of funny because they're experts now. Well, it, Lincoln's Lincoln's like six months. Yeah. No, the reason that they're they're leading it is because they see the need in their lives, and there's a curriculum they're going to be following. It's a video series, um, but it's pretty cool that they they, they wanted to see that happen, and and uh, so that's going to be coming up. We'll be announcing that soon. 
Uh, community groups. Any community groups that want to give an update on what's going on? I think right now we basically got uh, two that meet weekly, and then we have the Phyllis Fellowship that, that meets every first Sunday of the month. But um, you guys lead one, so you got to give an update. You want to talk again, Scott? I guess. Well, we're the Tuesday night group, and uh, uh, really, I mean, we have a good group that comes, and uh, we're, we're growing. Our group's growing, which is really nice. And uh, we have some great discussions uh, amongst everyone. And uh, we meet here at 6 o'clock on, uh, on Tuesday nights. Here at the church? Here at the okay. church. And the way our group runs, and we don't want to scare people away, is that we don't call it the really the Cy Smith and Diane Smith community group. So what we do is we have a calendar, and we, we, want, to, uh, we want to raise people up to you know, to be teachers. So we have different, we have either different men or different couples that, uh, that will take a Tuesday night and they will, they will lead that group for the night, uh, either on what we discussed on Sunday or they might take something from that, that, uh, that Sunday and uh, we'll just, just discuss a topic on it. And uh, so they're responsible for that night. And uh, it, it turns out quite good, and we have some really great times. And there's room for more? Hi, Millers. <laughs> Did, was yeah. there someone else that had an, another home group here? You guys are all part of the same home group, right? Wow, you guys get extra just points. Do one of you want to give a... You guys are doing something right. Give an, maybe a brief update about the, the group that you're a part of. Can somebody... Oh, the Hoffmans. Oh, you're all part of it. Nobody... Oh, I thought the Hoffman's group was representing. Glenn just walked in. Do you want to give a quick, uh, a quick you want uh, to talk? Hoffman group? <laughs> the Hoff. Well, we just. Um, I, the Hoffs. Why don't I say Hoffman? I'm the last man standing, I guess, as far as the Hoffs are concerned. But um, they're all, you know, out. We uh, are having a good time with them. A lot of times we get together and just have fellowship. Uh, the other night uh, we hosted it. Uh, Last Wednesday, the Huffs had the opportunity to to, uh, to host it, you know, and uh, then they had the opportunity to go down to Palm Desert or whatever. That's so, bad. Yeah, it's tough. So, yeah, so so we did it. We did the the group on Wednesday. We talked about Psalm seventy three. It was kind of cool. Then we then we talked about what we were thankful for, you know, and knowing the Psalm, it kind of ends up okay, kind of, yeah. So that's. That would be our report about the Hoffs group. And that's Wednesday nights at 6.30? 6.30. Okay. And there's room for more? There's definitely room for more. Definitely room for more. Okay. The Hoffs. Sorry. And they're probably watching. They said they were going to be, so I know your name. Sorry. We're praying for you. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, uh, Doug V is not here, so uh, Redemption Group update. We, we can't give you one other than uh, I know they have snacks. He says that every time. So because they leave them on the floor. <laughs> every no, yeah. I didn't mean that. He brings it up. Um, no, that's again that you know anybody that's struggling with whatever can meet here six thirty on Wednesday nights and they'll they'll be in the community room meeting. And they're doing good. They get a good good sized group of people that are coming through there. So yep, they're rocking. Yep. Um, AV ministry update. That's the audio video stuff. Rich isn't here tonight either, but I know uh, we, we need more people to to help. So it, we always run into that thing where if you have the same kind of you know the people doing it 
for a long period of time, they just start to get kind of burnt out. And this is one of those areas where we, we don't want to, it feels like kind of the joys left the building a little bit in this, and it's not the, not with Rich or, you know, the volunteers, but I mean, just the ministry itself is, we want it to be full of, you know, just filled with joy again. And so finding some new blood, some new excitement, you know, um, some reinforcements to kind of help the, the guys that are, you know, have been in the lifeboat for a while running out of biscuits, <laughs> not really <laughs> make it sound worse than it is. It's, 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 it's bleak guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> they need help, and I know we could use more people. So, if you know, some people just love to listen to music. They've got an ear for for sound. They're they're just good with that kind of thing. Uh, you know, we'll train you. We'll get you up to speed. The video side of things is also you know just something we need. Uh, you know, when it's going well, it really does enhance our time as worshipers. And so we you know we'd love to find some people that want to take take that on and you know um, just help us out. So if if you're willing to do that, talk to one of us or talk to Rich. Uh, we'd love to see that kind of grow. And I know there's a couple people right now that um, audio-wise that we, we'd like to get in there soon. If we can find a couple people right away, that would be great. So talk to us about that. Uh, the music part, uh, aspect of the church, you know, again, we're seeing that kind of growing as well. Thomas has come in this year and has been trying to, you know, get get more people involved. He's been taking that time, which all of these guys are volunteers. Uh, you know, Randy and Dion, they volunteer their time. They work full-time jobs. They have families, and then they come in here, and they, they give us, you know, their, their time, and we really appreciate what they do. Most churches have a paid person that does all of that, and, and we do it all, you know, via volunteer, which is you know, it's difficult for, for them to be able to do that. So we're grateful to see more people stepping in um, and for it to be growing. We, you know, we want to continue to see it continually grow, more people get involved. And, you know, maybe one of these days, we, you know, we'll, we'll have to, you know, bring in, you know, somebody that is a pro or whatever and, and see it grow even more. Um, but for now, just continue to pray for that ministry. And, and we're, we're grateful for all the people that pour their time and effort into it. So pro, pro was sarcasm, by the way, right? You were being sarcastic. Yes, when I said okay, pro. Okay. Well, you know what I mean. Like I just want to make sure that everyone knows you were just kidding. You know what I mean when you have to, yeah. you know. Okay. Did you want? No. All right. Uh, free food market update. Do you want to give us an update, Diane, on that? That's me. Um, we're just starting our fifth year with that, partnering with Neighbor Impact. So December 17 is when we started, and now... Um, this will begin the fifth year that we're doing it. So um, it's really been a blessing to me. Incorporating Lapine into the mix kind of has, um, it's, it's been a good thing because it's, they need it there. But it's just been difficult for me sometimes because the third Monday here and the fourth Friday there oftentimes land in the same week. So finding volunteers to help with that. And it's become kind of difficult for me sometimes. And I... Um, I talked to a lady today, uh, Christy Carroll. She's very excited about taking over the Lapine location. And she said she can network in Lapine, try to get couples that will help her. I mean, she's really excited about this. And I'm happy because that's kind of how excited I was when I started. And I, st and I love it. I really do love it. It's just when you're trying to do two locations, sometimes it's kind of hard. Um, <clears throat> but she's, she's going to shadow me for the next few months and um, eventually take over Lapine. Um, we do need more volunteers here, but when I, and I'm going to say this probably sounds really weird, but when you have volunteers doing something like this, they need to be consistent. I can't have someone come once every six months. It just doesn't work like that. There's just too many factors involved here. So I'm hoping if somebody volunteers, they'll at least try to make a year commitment once a month. Um, it's, it's, it's just too hard. There's things you have to do, movies you have to watch, the videos, just there's rules and regulations. So uh, could use more people because it is very fun. I've noticed that people like the Hoffs and um, some other new people that have come to the, to the church, 
it's really been a cool way for new people to plug in. They've gotten to meet so many people in the group. In the, I mean, it's our little, you know, our free food market group, but it's really been a great way to meet people in the community. And I mean, in the community and within the church. So we do need volunteers here. I know they're going to need them in Lapine, but like Christy said, she's going to do her networking to find people down there that will help. But really, so far, so good. It's just been great. So. Thank you. I can't believe it's been five years. That's crazy. Uh, so that basically involves w- uh, one one Monday a month in this location where you show up around noon and you're done by four, something three. Okay, um, but it's it's invaluable to have you know a good group of people that's faithful and consistent and, and it's just cool. Again, five years of, of distributing food in in this region and you know and also down in Lapine, it's been going on for probably a couple of years as well. Um, what a blessing! And again, I just love when you talk to people about this church and, and what we're like, they know that, you know, we're involved in these things, which is, it's fantastic. We couldn't do that without all you guys, you know, ministering. So thank you. <clears throat> okay. Uh, meals ministry. Uh, Dion sent me a message basically saying that, that it's, it's going well. A lot of ladies participate. So when we have uh, needs for meals, whatever it might be, somebody had a baby or somebody, you know, got sick, went to the hospital or something, families come and give meals. Um, it's a very, structured kind of thing that's a web-based program you can get on and you sign up and tell you know even say what meal you're bringing and you get directions and everything so it works pretty well but um you know if you're ever willing and we need meals dion's the person to contact so that's still going well uh da, 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 da. and then Kreps in the kitchen i don't know if i'm like to like to he couldn't make it tonight dave Kreps, but he, did, uh, he said everything's great in there, but they would like a couple more volunteers. Let's just put a sign up, of, like, volunteers yeah. for everything. That's all we're saying tonight is, like, come and do stuff. Um, and I know that that gets old, but it's, all, it's also a good thing that we, we need more people for the ministries that we have. Yeah. So it means that something good's going on. So they can use people, and all it consists of is basically making coffee, putting coffee out, cleaning it up afterward. I think that's it. Like communion. There's a, oh, on Communion Sundays they're yeah. doing? Okay, I thought it was a different team that did that now they do communion and then sometimes the pastries and stuff that that happen and all that too but you know it's just a cool thing on sunday mornings to to come in and and be able to have all of those things there for you waiting and ready and so you know the more people we get to join in and help those essentials yeah the essentials yeah um but yeah we appreciate them doing that okay thanks uh i forgot what i was gonna say because the feedback just went like erase my brain wow it was gonna be good i got nothing okay It'll come back. Okay, uh, building. So right now the building is uh, uh, it's ours. You guys probably know that. It's uh, when we bought the building, we had um, some tenants in here, and so the, the the way the county looked at this building was it was a multi-use building. It was business uh, was the 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 land use agreement or whatever. And then when they all left and it was just us, we you know we're not real bright sometimes and I didn't even think to look into it but you have to change your land use to a gathering or an assembly building because we're not a business building any longer and believe it or not that's complicated with the county (laughs) that was sarcastic yeah no it really is you think it would be easy it's not Um, Gary has been working tirelessly to try to to jump through all of these hoops and some of it's stuff that you know (laughs) we just it doesn't make a whole lot of sense but you got to do it and so uh, we got a call today that our land use has been approved. We should be getting a letter soon that uh, we still have several things we have to do to comply, but but as far as the approval of it, that part, praise God, looks like it's complete. 
So that's just a huge hurdle we've gotten over. But the next hurdle beyond that one is the building occupancy stuff. And that's where we have to put sprinklers into the building. We have to put a, a second a fire escape up on the top floor, um, some of these kinds of things. And there's other things we've wanted to do, like put new bathrooms in in the community room. We have those rooms kind of slotted for, you know, the women are happy to hear there would be a second women's restroom so that you don't have to line up at that one. Apparently that's a problem. Um, anyway, all those things require permits, and we couldn't get permits because our land use wasn't right. So now that the land use is right, we can get permits, and we can start moving forward with that. And fortunately, we, we have saved some money aside for these things to where we, we looks like we'll be able to do most of them. It's just going to take time to get them done. So that part of the, you know, that's a big praise. I know some of you guys have been praying for that. Thank you. Uh, the other part of the building um, stuff right now is that um, we, we kind of don't have a deacon that's assigned to the building right now. And so we, we don't, until we get one, we, we almost just need people to be proactive in that regard. And, you know, um, we, we've had people like that in the past. There was a Bluetooth Bob that used to go here. Uh, I think they called him Bob the Builder, too, or there was something else, the neighbor from uh, Home Improvement. Wilson, that was his other nickname. He had a lot of nicknames, but his name was actually Bob. He just always had a Bluetooth in, so that's what that's what I went with. Uh, he used to just come in and start doing stuff. You know, we didn't ask him to. He just sometimes good, sometimes bad. <laughs> like, like that box right there, that metal. That's Bob. I don't think he's watching. Uh, anyway, we need we need more of that. Uh, and I know it happens because like we saw a bunch of garbage that got torn up and spilled all over the gar the ground out there by the dumpster. And and David said he was going to. Well, you did. You said he, he said he was going to clean it up, and I thought, well, I'm going to go over the, to the church and clean it up. I came over with a shovel and gloves, and somebody had done it, and it wasn't any of us. It wasn't me. So I, we know that kind of stuff happens, but until we actually get somebody that's kind of assigned to that and that's really kind of um, being proactive, we just need people that that will step up and do it. So if you see something going out in the, you know, the weeds overgrowing out front that need to be taken care of or something stored in the back of the building that's been there for a month. And, you know, I mean, talk to us. If you're seeing it's bugging you, chances are the Lord's calling you to do something about it. <laughs> that's what I'm going with. How's that sound? <laughs> You've been called. Yeah. Anyway, kind of a team effort right now. So we could use your help in that regard. Anything on any of that? Nope. You guys both want to say something about the warming center and how that's going? You haven't said anything all night. I said like one thing a little while ago. Yeah, um, yeah. Warming Center has been going since the beginning of December, and um, for the most part, it's going pretty well. Uh, it's kind of a messy thing, and weird things happen from time to time, and, and we've had some weird things happen this year. Um, a girlfriend beat up her boyfriend one night, like bloodied his face, and you know, like a few things like that happen from from time to time, and it's just kind of part of the gig down there. Um, but it's going well. We're, we're doing good with staff and volunteers, although there's always more room for people to come down there and hang out. Uh, we kind of got the bare bones staffing covered. Um, but if any of you wanted to go down there, um, you know, we, we were talking earlier today and, and yesterday, like, you know, the people can be kind of frustrating and, and you know, kind of social misfits. But over time, they tend to grow on you, uh, even in their weirdness and their awkwardness as you get to know them. And um, you know, you begin to kind of have a heart for, you know, people that you didn't think you'd have a heart for. And it's kind of a neat thing that happens. Actually, I should, I want to publicly yeah. apologize to David because I made fun of him for making it sound like it was going to be like, you know, you're going to be risking your life when you went down there a <laughs> little bit, you know, he, he you know, I know he, he makes, he makes it sometimes sound more that way than it is, but yeah, I was wrong to make fun of him. He's, yeah. I went down there last Sunday. I felt, I felt a little endangered, so sorry, dude. There, there was a guy with a butterfly knife that was, you know, doing his thing and just made some people feel a little bit uneasy. 
and, and that preceded like a big belch in the middle yeah, of the he sermon. He burped like, while like, I was preaching. Um, he just allowed it, like just, and then he got up, grabbed his stuff, walked out, slammed the door, and left. And I thought, all right, I've never had that happen before when I was preaching. So there's a first. Trim yeah. his beard during the sermon. Yeah, the guy trimmed his beard during the sermon, hair everywhere, and it's anyway. Like those are just kind of the weird things that happen. But you know, we mentioned this in Lapine last week that um, you know, like we have a high, high tolerance for those kinds of things. Um, you know, our attitude is that you know we're just trusting that these are the people that the Lord is putting in front of us, uh, people who uh, have a need for redemption in their life, um, and their need to be redeemed is not any different than our need to be redeemed, even though their lives might be a little bit messier. And uh, we're excited that, you know, these are the people that the Lord is bringing our way. And, um, you know, people that don't understand, you know, how you're supposed to act in church. And it kind of weirds some people out. But but again, it's just, you know, that's what God's doing down there. Um, you know, the other kind of neat thing that some of you may not be aware of is that there's a bunch of recovery meetings that happen at the building down there as well, both NA and AA. So pretty much every night of the week, there's a meeting that happens. Some nights there might be a couple of meetings. Uh, and they're not our meetings, they're just, you know, groups that came to us and asked us if they could have space uh, because, you know, I think you mentioned earlier, like, they were just known in the community as being an outreach kind of a church. Um, and so we have these recovery meetings, and there's just some really cool kind of cross-pollination happening between the church and the warming center and the recovery meetings. And, um, you know, you see people from the meetings and from the warming center that are sticking around for church and people from the recovery meetings that are volunteering at the warming center. And, and, you know, it's just a neat thing that's happening down there, really neat dynamics. So, uh, so anyway, um, if anybody wanted to come down and just get involved, um, you know, there's kind of this sweet spot from, you know, 5 PM to 10 PM where, um, you know, people are coming in for the night and getting fed and just some neat opportunities there. And, and maybe some opportunities in the morning, if you're not one that can be there throughout the whole night, um, you know, just help kind of clean up in the morning and get people out the door in a timely fashion. That doesn't always happen. Um, but we've been having about six to eight regulars uh, that are down there uh, during the night, and we've had a couple of instances where uh, the Deschutes County Sheriff, like you probably saw on the news here a couple weeks ago, a family had a fire, house fire in Lapine, they lost everything, and, and the fire department called us first and said, can we bring this family down? It was in the morning, actually, after we were kind of already closed. <laughs> said, can we bring this family down because, you know, they've been out in the freezing cold watching their house burn down, and we got to help with that. Uh, and we got to give them, you know, some things out of our closet and just, you know, a neat opportunity that we had. So things like that happen from time to time as well. Um, but yeah, if you have questions or would like to get involved, you know, talk to me, talk to Pastor David, and we'll get you connected. You got anything to add to that? Yeah, I was just, um, like Brent was talking about earlier, like we, first we, we kind of had this idea that, that Lapine and, and Sun River would just be similar demographics church-wise, you know, they're 12 miles apart from each other. Um, and what's happening with the warming shelter, the 12-step the meetings coming in, um, not being in the gymnasium in the, anymore, but going back into our building, we're seeing it um, basically an identity is being created for Lapine, and it's unique. It's a lot different than what God's doing in our midst up here in 3R. And so I think that's more of what, um, you know, being able to focus on, on that identity and what God is developing and being flexible with that and moving with it. But I just want to piggyback on what Chad's saying. It's, it's really becoming kind of a battleship down there as far as a church goes. It's not a cruise ship. It's, it's a battleship, and um, like in all the good ways, but also in difficult ways. I mean, there, it's a battle that we're in, and, and I think some of the ministries that are going on down there remind us. Uh, that's actually one of the good things about the messiness and, and the craziness of it all is it reminds us of the, the reality of the battle um, that we're actually in, uh, which is not really flesh and blood at all. 
Um, and um, what's really cool is that we have seen, uh, we had one guy named Shane that's been staying pretty much since we've been open down there. I just want to share with you this testimony. Um, the first night that, that he came in, it was one of the first nights we were open, uh, I was down there, and, and he was just really drunk, just kind of belligerent and drunk, and um, it was a long night with this guy. Um, but in the morning, he got up after having a little bit of rest, and we, we sat down and talked a little bit, and it turns out he was once, once upon a time, he's an older man now, was in Bible college, and he actually knew some things about his Bible, a little bit, you know, to be, you know, enough to be dangerous, and, uh, and we sat down and talked, and I got to pray with him, and, um, and he looked at me in the eye, and he said, Pastor, I will, I will never come in here like that again, and, uh, and he hasn't since come in there like that again. Um, and then it was maybe last week we were standing in the kitchen talking, and, uh, and he, he said, uh, this place, you guys over the last month of being open and me being here, has completely changed things for me. Um, he says, I haven't been following the Lord for years, and I know who he is, and he knows who I am. And he says, um, things are going to be different from now on just because you guys are open and you're here. Um, and so that's what it's all about, like, like Chad is saying. You know, I mean, yeah, we want to we feed people. We want to clothe people. But we want to see people come to life, right? I mean, that's, that's really what we want to see. We've had um, each week successively more um, homeless people come in on Sunday mornings for church service. So some of these people that are staying the nights are now walking into church service down there, which is the challenge. Um, there's some... There's a lot of craziness that comes with that, and we're probably gonna we're probably gonna lose a few people that have that have called uh, Lapine their home because it's uh, it's not safe, it's not um, normal, um, it's very different, you know. But um, but we are we are very much welcoming, you know, what God's doing with that, and it's cool that these people are coming in and and hearing the word of God because uh, a lot of them are broken, you know, just just straight up broken in the brain, and only God can can heal those things. We're incapable, so. Um, so we're just really, the bottom line is we are encouraged about what God's doing down there. And we want to make sure that you guys are encouraged too, because like Brent said earlier, this has kind of been like an Antioch up here. Even though it, it, uh, there's a bit of a detachment from what's going on down there, your guys' resources and, and money and a lot of your giving is doing that stuff. And, and we want you to know that. We want you to know that, um, that none of that's in vain. Like it's it's... It's being used by God, and um, there's some really cool things happening. So we just want to make sure we're keeping you updated on some of the testimonies and, and encourage you with some of that. We know it's not for everybody, you know, to go down there and spend time with those people. It's, it's really not. Um, uh, but be praying for those who are going down and investing because it's, it's pretty hardcore front lines trench work. So, yeah. Yeah, I would just say um, we did get that grant for Neighbor Impact that we were hoping to get. That's that's been funding a lot of the stuff that we can you know turn into them. So it's it, you turn in the receipts and then so you don't you don't get the full amount. You just kind of you know turn them in and you get it as you go. But um, you know the the truth of the matter is that this church pays David and I full time, and David's down there a lot right now. And I know this is that's a sacrifice to this church, but it's important that you know that. This is what the Lord's doing with that. You know, it's it's cool. And Chad is funded out of the uh, Lapine Church, but he's part time at this point. And we'd love to see that change. But right now, Lapine doesn't bring in enough to to support a full time pastor. And and at some point, they probably will. But that's what we're doing right now. So while we can kind of, you know, 
pick up the slack and, and make that happen, we want to do that. And so it's exciting that we're we're even you know getting this opportunity, and we're we're grateful that we got to partner with Chad and that this is working out. And we're starting to see a lot of cool things happen. And even today, we went down there this morning and we had a walkthrough with a bunch of people from St. Vincent de Paul, and then the, one of the, the county commissioner Tony Debone and his wife, and then a reporter lady who was there just to kind of see what was going on. And they were blown away. They just kept saying, "There's nothing like this where you've got." kind of a gospel focus you've got you know something that you're doing for the people as well and i mean it was just it was a really neat walkthrough yeah, and the church is actually where the church is actually doing that in the house yeah. they said we've looked everywhere like all over the state and we haven't seen something like this yeah. and so it's just this humble little thing in a lot of ways we're we're figuring it out as we go and yet it's already like this unique thing that that people are kind of opening their eyes over and going wow what's up and obviously we're not doing it for that reason but it's getting it's getting some attention that way and so this lady's going to write a, write a bunch of articles on what she saw today, which is weird. Yeah, and St. Vincent's has offered to, to help us with the clothing and food, uh, which is going to be a fantastic help. So, you know, we've got that connection already, you know, but it's already, it's already the network is already forming, which is really cool. Before you say something, I was going to just point out, if you guys want to go down, you don't have to commit to a full night, you know, that's over with, But if because we have staff people now. But if you ever want to go down and just see what's going on on, on a given night, um, you can pop in for a couple hours, hang out, sit down, you know, meet some people. It's totally okay to do. There are people on the schedule, but it's okay. And we'd like to eventually, Mike McCarter had this idea that we do an open house. And, and it's a great idea. So on a Saturday or a Sunday, maybe after church or something like that, we'd open the building up and everybody can kind of go down and do a walkthrough and see exactly what's going on. Because it's, it's really, those guys have blown my, I mean, it's amazing how much work they've gotten done and, and the way the place looks. And so we want you guys to see that when you get an opportunity. I might just add one last thing just to, you know, this last Sunday, you know, we, we there was a weird vibe on Sunday, uh, just all around, just a weird, besides just some distraction and some messiness, it was just a weird vibe. Oh, yeah, there day. was. Um, and <laughs> while we were singing, there, one of our regular guests, um, a gal, she just, she just was wrecked by the idea of God's grace. We were singing a song about God's grace, and I was sitting behind her, and I could just see, you know, she had her face down in her hands, and she was crying, and and upset and you know we got into sharing time and she just gets up and just starts cursing the grace of God um, on her way out the door you know she just can't keep it together and you know some people may have been quick to get offended by something like that but I just have to believe and trust like God was speaking to her in the moment and she was wrestling with God and you know we we get to facilitate you know those kinds of things and she's got you know some mental health issues and um, you know, just isn't right and those kinds of things. Um, but, you know, God can overcome those things. And as she continues to come back, you know, day by day and, you know, sit with us on Sundays, that she's going to continue to be confronted with the grace of God. And, and I don't know where that's going to go, you know, but, you know, we, we get the opportunity to preach the gospel uh, to these people um, by the way that we live and the way that we treat them and as they come to participate in services. And that's just super exciting and super encouraging in the midst of, of the messiness of it. All right. Well, um, again, if you have questions, pop your hand up. But uh, missions-wise, right now uh, we, we're supporting four different um, missions groups or missionaries, I guess. Uh, so the, we picked up the Millers this year, and, and we're really happy that, that as a church we get to support them. We've committed to kind of a you know, relatively small amount to start with because we wanted to make sure that we could. But what's been cool is that other people have committed to give. So we're actually giving more than what we've committed because you guys are giving more and we'll continue to do that as long as we can. So, but they needed to have an idea of like, they need a budget and stuff. So, 
So um, both churches are supporting them right now. We were able to raise the um, the Brown support. We doubled it. We didn't realize that uh, there are missionaries in Thailand that they were, you know, basically dipping into their retirement to, to just be able to fund their ministry. They they just gotten behind and they needed more, and, and we had the ability to do it, so we did, and and we've committed to, to, to that. Uh, the Rhymers, we still... Um, are supporting. I don't know how much longer they're going to be in the Ukraine. I don't know if you're watching the news, but they're at the last I knew they were in Slovenia with another missionary family and they were safe and out of harm's way. But that the Ukraine may not be a friendly place much longer for them to be. But um, we're continuing to support them. And then New Breed is the the church planning. Um, so with with New Breed, I don't know how many of you are familiar with it. Um, it's always been a church planting network. So it's been kind of like what Acts 29 is. Um, where you have these networks and you belong to that network and you're kind of your own deal. Um, they actually decided to scrap that in the last year. They kind of revisited their purpose. And, um, yeah. Oh, I thought I told you this. this is okay. An update for us too. This is an update for them too. So uh, this, well, this is all pretty, pretty like in the moment happening. So uh, they're not, they're, they're, they went from be basically being a network where you belonged to that network, you paid your dues and you were part of new breed church planting. Um, and, and now it's just become uh, new breed uh, training. And so it's for all planters. It's not a network. So it's not pigeonholed anymore. They have, they believe that the resources they have and the stuff that they put out is very valuable for all church planters everywhere, no matter what network you belong to. And so they've just kind of thrown the doors open basically. Um, and it's, it's really changed a lot of things and it's, it's just good gospel centered, you know, their thing is to see churches planted, gospel-centered churches planted, and they just want more people to participate and to uh, to glean from um, and be blessed by the materials and the resources that they're able to put out. So New Breed is still something that, actually, I'm more encouraged about it now than I have been for years because of this. Like, it's just going to go much farther because of this, um, and it's going to be much stronger, and I think it's going to plant more more healthier churches, so... Anyway, that's the new breed thing. Sorry. I, just, I thought we had this conversation, man. I didn't know. We just did. So like me. I was going to say that they're a church planning network, and we're, you know, that would have all been wrong, so I'm glad you grabbed the mic. It's good. Um, we want you guys to know what's going on with the different missionaries. So uh, it, it's been a while, but a newsletter that I put out maybe two or three months ago had links to all of their uh, websites where you can get information. If you want that or don't have it, I think Andrew can connect you with it or I can. But we want to make sure, sometimes we'll post it on the bulletin board, but it's cool when you guys can subscribe to their monthly things, know how to pray for them, know how to support them. And again, if there's somebody out there that really has that that burden um, to, to encourage our missionaries, we would love to, to connect with you and partner. It would be cool to get kind of a team of people that, you know, on a regular basis reached out to them to let them know, you know, let them know how we're praying for them, find ways to bless them, you know, with, you know, just gifts for the kids, things like there's so many things we could do that are creative. Some people just have that wired into them. I do not. I don't have that at all. You know, ask my wife. I'm terrible with that kind of stuff. I don't think that way. It's just not what I do. Um, and a lot of you guys have that. And so we would love to find a, you know, pull together a team that could, could do that more effectively. That would be cool. Probably worth mentioning. So Glenn is heading out next week, right? On next Friday. Maybe you all know that, but for those that might be tuned in that aren't a part of the community group that's here, uh, Glenn's heading out. So uh, keep them in prayer. He'll be in Africa for a couple of weeks, right? And then, and then to Arizona for a few days for kind of a debrief and a training. So I guess if you have questions about that, you can ask Glenn or Stacy. But uh, yeah, just keep them in your prayers. And fasting is pouring as well. <laughs> We're not going to put that on the air. <laughs> okay.
Just, just, just so you know, last night he at the men's third Thursday he asked us to fast, and I want you to know that I didn't eat again until noon the following day. It was a coincidence, but I'm taking credit for that. So, so you it just we, we had a we had a meeting, lunch. and I didn't have a chance to eat till I got home, and so <laughs> it was kind of like I did it. So I'm just saying, I don't want to brag, but noon that's pretty good. Okay, I made it to 10 p.m. <laughs> that's good. Last night. 10 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I ice cream at night. I got a, you know. <laughs> oh. Everybody that's live streaming just missed the best part, just so you know. We're not going to work on this, kidding. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, we're going to talk about finances now because this is just, uh, we're blown away. Um, when when COVID hit in 2020 sure. and, you know, we thought, oh, wow, this is going to get bad. You know, people are going to, and and giving did good. We dipped a little bit last year, but not bad. And then this year we were kind of bracing ourselves. You know, David and I think we're polishing up our resumes and we're thinking that, you know, we're ready to do what we got to do because we just thought that. Um, this year, this church was up 30% from last year and, and ended up having our best year we've ever had. And it just baffles our minds yeah. that, you know, Thank God, you you, I mean, obviously you guys are, are generous and faithful in your giving and we appreciate that, but it's just, we just are amazed at what God has done and that this just continues to be, um, you know, like I said, when I talked about, you know, having some money set aside for some of these big projects, it's like... We're, we're covered, you know, and it's just, it's amazing. It really is. And Lapine, um, you know, in some ways when COVID hit, it took a big hit, but they were up 3.25% over, you know, year over year. So again, you know, not as much growth as this was kind of craziness, but, but again, it was, it was up. And so we're just, um, we're praising God for his faithfulness, praising God for your generosity and the way you guys give. We don't pass the plate. We don't make a big deal about giving. And just to see that it just keeps happening is phenomenal. So thank you guys so much um, for, for doing, you know, what you guys do. Very good. Yep. In the Care Fund Missions account, um, I hadn't been um, take, keeping track of Lapine as much as I, I, I always kept track of this location. And this year I started, but I don't know if that I have it right, so I'm not even going to announce that one. But in the 3R location between Care Fund and Missions, again, we put out about $40,000 towards both of those things, which is fantastic for, for a smaller church. And we want to continue to see that grow. And we're pretty selective about where it goes. We try to make sure that it's, you know, um, you know, every once in a while we get it wrong, but we try to make sure that it's going where it should go. Not the missionary so much, but the care fund. You guys, were, we feel pretty good about where the missions money's going. <laughs> that might have sounded funny. They're like, what are they saying? The care fund stuff. Because we get a lot of weird requests for care fund stuff. And, you, you know, you want to try to be good stewards and do it, do it right. But um, anyway, Pretty amazing to see what's going on there. And then we just want to say thank you to the finance team. We've got three people that that just make sure that everything is covered in both locations, and they do they do it all. And that's um, Janet takes care of our books for us, and we just thank you for the job that she does. Andrew oversees it all to so, you know, make sure that everything's on the up and up. And and Tammy just puts a lot of time and effort into keeping track of the you know the weekly donations and deposits and all that, and the year end giving stuff. So we're grateful to have. Um, uh, a godly financial team that's got integrity that we can trust and that just kind of makes everything go. We don't have to really look at any of that stuff. We don't see who gives. We don't know. We know the amounts that come in, but it's just, you know, it's cool that, that that's all covered. And so couldn't do it without you guys. Thank you very much. 
Um, and then if you haven't got, I think Tammy did send out all the donation statements. If you haven't seen yours yet, talk to her. Or if you if something looks amiss on it, um, you know, whatever, just she'll, she'll be able to answer those questions for you. If you want to get the quarterly financial statements that come out, talk to Andrew. Um, if you guys are familiar with our email addresses, they're Pastor David, Pastor Brent, Pastor Chad, and then they all end the same. They're just Andrew, Tammy, Janet, followed by that. So email them and they'll be able to do it that way too. Um, the last one that is uh, on here, so we're, we're close. So we were going to try to do it by 730. So I'll talk fast. I can do it. <laughs> just the communication aspect of things. It's hard to know how to communicate best with the church all at once. And we have several different avenues that we kind of try to use. Not everybody's on Facebook anymore, but that's one way. So we've got a public Facebook group that we don't do a whole lot on. And some people think that they've joined our group when they've gotten onto that one. And that's really just pretty, I mean, everybody can join that group and it's a little bit of information like a Christmas Eve service or trunk or treat or one of the free food market things, but it doesn't have a lot other than that. The private Facebook pages are the ones where we actually have to approve you to get in, and that's where we share a lot more of the prayer requests and things that are going on. Um, we found out that if you don't turn your notifications on for that group, you may not even see what's going on unless you go there to see. So it, I don't know how savvy you are with that stuff. Make sure you're getting notifications because there's a lot of stuff that goes across that. And the same thing is true on the newsletter. That goes out once a month. And we try to do anything that's out of the ordinary in the newsletter just to make sure you know what's going on for that given month. So it's not coming out weekly. But most people, that goes right into your spam. So I've had people um, say, I've signed up, I've signed up, I've signed up. And I'm like, yep, I see your name, I see your name, I see your name. It's going into your junk. That's all there is. That's what happens. So if you can't, if you're not getting the newsletter, it's in your junk folder, I'm pretty sure. Or let me know and I'll try to verify that. But But that's another way we... Uh, we try to communicate. The website is obviously available. That's got uh, the calendar on there, uh, a place where you can listen to the sermons, any events that are going on, you know, utilize that. And then, of course, we have the, the YouTube channel and the new podcast. So all the sermons are on there. So if you want to watch us and see us, you can use YouTube. If you just want to listen to us and not have to look at us, we've given you those options too. And, you know, it makes sense. So those are kind of the ways. If there's a better way to communicate with people, we're open to hear it. We just don't know what it is because it's hard to you know, if there's ever a ch church cancellation or something, we try to blast out to everything, but we don't do that really much anymore. Yeah, Janet. If I understand correctly, Spotify is the only one that does our podcast right now? Oh, it's on iTunes as well? Okay. But not all podcast apps will have access to that. Yeah, most of them have it now. We had to do, I had to tweak a couple things with iTunes to get it to show up on the Apple podcast, and, and it's there now. Um, if you do a search for One Decent Pastor podcast, you'll find it somewhere. And if, if you're having trouble, let us know, and I can send you a link. And I'll probably post it in the next newsletter uh, so that everybody just can find it easily. But, um, yep. So I think, like, right now it's on Amazon, it's on Spotify, it's on iTunes, and it'll just keep going to some of the bigger platforms. Sometimes it takes time for them to actually place them. Yep. Um, the last thing is that it's been a long time since we've done a newcomer's lunch, and, and we used to do these regularly. Uh, if it's something that you're interested in, let us know because we'll get one going if we have enough interest. But what the, basically what that is, it's kind of like a fast pass to the front of the line when you come to a new church. Sometimes you wonder what's going on, and you want to meet the pastors, you want to meet the leadership, you want to find out what we believe and what we're all about. That's, a, that's what we do at the newcomer's lunch is we just let you know, you know right from the start who we are, what we're about, and then you can have a pretty good idea if this is something you want to get on board with rather than find out after six months. Like, these guys are kooks, you know what? What did they say about the rapture? Yeah. What? Shh. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of stuff. We actually give you an opportunity to ask right then and there 
the deal breaker questions. And believe it or not, we've actually, I remember very clearly a couple times where uh, the people that came that, that day never came back because they got their question answered. And it wasn't that topic. But, you know, there, there's times where you just, if you're sitting in a church, you assume that everybody believes what you believe. We just do that. And these guys are all like me. No, probably not everything is the same. And there's going to be some things. So if you've got some deal breakers, we can have a lunch. We can figure those things out. And we're always just available to get together. Uh, if anybody new comes to the church and wants to just go out and have coffee and talk with us, we'd love to do that. We'll meet here at the church or we'll go out someplace and, and, and we'll do that. But if anybody's kind of like, yeah, I'd love to do that, let us know and we'll try to get one going again. It's been weird with meeting and food and all that kind of stuff, but we'd love to get that going again. Now's the time for any of you guys, if you have any questions about anything you've been wanting to ask us, um, now's your chance. I didn't have this question before, because I didn't know the history of the land use, the building use and all that. Making this transition now uh, out, out of that business you know, land use to, to what we're doing now, um, are there any uh, are there any advantages to that financially for the church because the building's land use is, is changing? Uh, there's not necessarily any advantages. I mean, we don't pay property taxes because we're a 501c3. Uh, when when there were businesses in here, we we did because we we were making money from from them. You know, we we had to kind of honor those leases till they were done. But as soon as that was done, we applied for an exemption, so we don't pay property taxes. Um, there's there's not a, a you know. Not really any advantages other than that um, that I know of, but uh, they are just just so you know they are sending out a letter to all of our neighbors in the next twelve days to say that these guys want to change their land use. Are you guys cool with that? And so pray that they're pray that they're cool with it, <laughs> please. Because if somebody said, you know, no, I don't like those guys. I don't. I mean, I think most people like us, but you never know. So just pray that that goes smoothly because that would be just one little thing that has to to happen still. Yeah. Any other questions? I probably should have said something earlier, but uh, finances, personal finance, uh, God's way. Um, we're doing a workshop on the 19th, I think it is, of March. So I'm inviting everybody to that, putting things together. So it should be fun to get a good crowd. It would be good. Yeah, that'll be in the newsletter as well. But we'll do it here at the at the probably right here in this room is my guess. And it'll be anybody from either location that wants to come. We'll announce it to both to make sure you know about it. Um, this is an area that a lot of Christians need, you know, some advice in. And and Bob said he's willing to come and kind of show his his ways. So we're gonna learn from, from uh, yeah, from Bob. That's a for, uh, that's a Nacho Libre quote. I know most of you won't get it, but I entertain myself with them. So. I was entertained. <laughs> I stop and put it on the recreation clothes. That's where I draw the line. I won't, I won't do that, but, or the, or the mask. Andrew, you want me to throw this over the fence, or, or are you good? No questions. Go for Janet. Go for Janet. With all the changes that we need to do to the building, is our flooring in the sanctuary a part of that anywhere? What's wrong with the, the What's wrong with the flooring in the sanctuary, Janet? <laughs> Man, um, just look down, <laughs> and we have concrete. And yes, yeah. but I, I don't know that you're going to like the answer, because well, I think we're going to probably do concrete because concrete is we can seal it; it won't get messed up, it won't break, it won't. I mean, cr concrete cracks. I get that, but I mean, it's like it's kind of church-proof. So if somebody spills their whatever carpet, just I mean, you've seen what happens with carpet; it doesn't work, and it also changes the dynamic of the room. So. 
we will find a way to make it non-slippy. We'll put little drains everywhere. You know what? We're open to ideas, but we did get a bid earlier on. Um, Tammy went out to, and found several people that gave us bids. They probably changed now because everything's increased, you know. But um, we had it. Somebody was going to come in and float it, level it with this kind of a concrete epoxy kind of stuff. And I've seen it in other churches. It actually it works really well. It cleans really well, and it, it looks cool. Which you know, that's just one little part. That's uh, cooler than this, believe it or not. But, so, but so, yeah. yes, that's. So I think the, we'll we'll definitely if if that comes to pass, we'll definitely you'll be seeing more runners all over the place so that we can hopefully get most of that moisture off of our feet before yeah. it gets too bad in here. We might bring a thermometer in and put it up on the stage to try to raise my... David loves thermometers. I know uh, where we can get a hold of one. <laughs> <laughs> Strike that from the record. Yeah. So the, the floor, like like Brent said, we have like some a, a few projects lined up. We have some money put away. You know, what are we go, where do we go next in the building? We really thought that uh, the bathrooms would be our first priority with that money. And of course, to get to those, we got to spend more money to do sprinkler system and all that. But the the floor has been uh, kind of it's right there toward the top of the list. So the yeah. sprinkler system is crazy expensive, but we're the county's allowing us to put one in that actually this is going to sound bad for a minute, but bear with me. One that will save people but not the building. Um, and, and what that means is that it's, uh, it's, it's one that'll go on to get the people out, um, but, it, but it won't, it, you know, eventually the heat will make it where it doesn't keep spraying. Uh, it, the other one was about three times as much. So we would have been about 150,000 to put the other one in. Uh, we had to go across the street, tunnel over, bring in more water. It was nuts. And, and they're letting us put one in that's basically gonna be still expensive, about 50,000 or probably 60,000 now because the prices have gone up, which is just nuts. But we, you know, it's, we don't have an option. It's a gathering place, and people need to be safe. No, it's because we're uh, there's people in here. Uh, just because it's an assembly, it's a it's a rule. So, yep. So it'll be everywhere. Well, I don't know what it's going to look like, but we've already gotten some bids, and and then we also have to do the fire escape out there too for the upstairs area. But yeah, but the, again, the Lord's made it possible for us to be able to do all that. So it looks like, yeah, we'll do it. You remember right. what this place looked like six years ago, Janet? We used to worship in this room with insulation hanging out of the ceiling and those wire things like those, those wire icicles. And there was a garage door that was mounted right up there and no one knows why. And the place was just a mess and we were just so happy to be here and it's amazing to look around and see what's happened. It actually looked like a horror film. There were these weird, it was what held the acoustic tile ceiling, but it looked like these hooks, just thousands of hooks hanging down. It was kind of scary It was looking. scary in here, though. Yeah. I still can't believe you know, God gave us this building the way that it came about. It's it's less expensive to be in this building and own the whole thing than it was to, to lease that spot that we were in over there. By the way, if you haven't been over to Josie K's and had a sandwich, they're fantastic. It's so cool to go in there and see what Strong. they've done because it was our, our place for so long. But yeah, go in there and check them out. They're uh, great people and yeah, I didn't mean to give them a plug, but it's excellent. All right. Any other questions? Uh, no, but, but I will say, like, for people tuning in, I guess if you have questions, you can email us, and we'll do our best to respond to those in a timely manner, um, either through the website uh, or if you have our email addresses. Um, you know, we don't want to miss any of the questions for the people that aren't here. So, um, yeah, shoot us an email if you have any questions. And thank you guys so much for coming, for tuning in and, and listening. Um, we love this church. We love being able to pastor this church. We love the people that God's brought to this church, and, and we, we do count it as a real privilege to be able to do what we do. 
Um, and you guys really do make it a joy. So, so thanks for um, being gracious to us. Thanks for all that you do. Thanks for the ministry that's going on here. And we just look forward to what God is doing and will continue to do. Um, we are excited and there's a lot to be excited about. I think that uh, we're seeing cool things happen in Lapine. We're really seeing cool things happen here too. I've just We've all watched this, but it's a tighter knit group that's forming here right now. We've lost some people and we hate that. You know, you don't like to see people go, but it seems that the people that are here uh, they're desperate for Christ, and and they're 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 here to worship Him, and you know it's just been like it's just been cool to watch. So, you know, we're excited. I hope you guys are too. Should we pray. All right, Father, we're thankful um, for tonight, and thankful for last week in Lapine, where we could just reflect on uh, all that you have done uh, in our midst over the last year. Uh, thankful that we get to be a part of it. Uh, thankful for the provision uh, that you give us uh, to do the things that you call us to do, and. Uh, so I would just pray that, that we would all be uh, encouraged by your work, um, pray that we would continue uh, to be faithful to it, that we would be faithful uh, to the truth of the gospel, uh, and that we would see uh, more and more people uh, come to know Christ. We, of course, we want to see more and more people uh, come through our doors, uh, both here and in Lapine, um, but more than just gathering a larger crowd, we want to see people uh, come to know Christ. And so we pray that that would happen. Um, and we ask it in faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.